welcome to The Slideshow. I'm your host, Chelsea Nicole. Today we're going to be talking about how to handle hecklers, and I'm joined with me uh, with Eric Casey and Sebastian Mitbog. So, to start off... Oh, uh, I said your last... I know. Yeah, last time we, we recorded things, I said Mitbaggy, which is fun for me. I like calling you that still. But I was nice. I was trying to be nice. I made a face. I, I, was, I was happy. Moving along. <laughs> Moving along. Okay. So more specifically, when I say how to handle hecklers, uh, what I'm talking about is what do you do when someone says, I saw how you did that, or I know how you did the trick, or any of those combinations. Sebastian, do you want to start us off? Yeah. Well, I mean, it really depends on the exact situation that you're in and how they go about heckling you. Like, if they're like, oh, I saw how you did that, or if they start by, you know, if you, you can kind of see them starting to prepare the thought. Uh, my go-to, my number one, is just, um, shh. <laughs> like, when they start talking, like, oh, I saw how you, shh. Because if they, if they don't get the chance to say anything, or they say, oh, I saw that, if they get the thought out completely, then I've got to address it. But if they right. say, like, oh, I saw, shh, then it's funny, because I'm a magician, obviously, you're not supposed to say, oh, I saw how you did that. And they don't ever... Now, does anyone take that almost aggressively? Does anyone take that as like, oh, that's kind of rude? Like, sometimes people will be like, oh, you shush me? How rude. Well, I, do that... it, I, I do it, and then I act like a two-year-old afterwards. Like, I kind of giggle, like it's funny, like, shh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, yeah, yeah I like that. So you kind of, like, that's, smile yeah, that. That's like, so good. Yeah, because it's got to be done like that. I agree. Like, you can't just... You can't, you can't be like, shh, shut up, stupid just lady. Yeah. Get away, get away! Like, whoa. No, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, any type of harsh shush, you could even be like, shush, and then you just, <laughs> that was weird. That was weird for everyone. I said that like a man. That was like Chelsea's prison voice, like, shh, <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, don't do that. Don't That's do that. Impressive. But this, but the two-year-old playful giggling, the smile, I'm sure, sells it, like, shh. Yeah, so you're yeah. what? You're including them in the... Yeah, you shush them, and then you kind of laugh along with everybody else. So it's not it's not an aggressive thing. You're definitely not doing it to be rude, but it's just like, <laughs> don't do not do that. And then, obviously, the, depending on the setting, it's going to change. So when what you're talking about, though, is more specifically when you're doing what? When you're doing, uh, what, like, walk-around? Yeah, that... I'd say, like, more casual walk-around. Mm -hmm. um, like, not... Nothing too fancy, but like if you're just like if it's like an outdoor venue where people are like gathering around that sort of thing, like I don't feel like shushing anyone would be taken in a negative way in that sort of setting. But like if you're in a really nice restaurant doing you know walk around to the tables, I don't think that shushing someone in that environment is gonna be as okay. as effective. There's probably better ways you could go about doing that, like the more you know proper venues. Right. Yeah. Right. So. So that's one you use more. For yeah, more more informal, but it can also be used informal, in a professional okay. setting. Just you know. Shh. You're not supposed to, you know, it's not, it's not mean, but it's not, you know, it's not the best way. Right. Letting them know. Yeah. And, not the show. and audio, <laughs> audio doesn't obviously pick up the fact that you, you definitely smile. Like when you're doing yeah. it, there's like, you can kind of see this like kind of goofy grin of like, you know. Stop doing that. <laughs> you're funny. Cut yeah. it out. You silly goose. I'm not even the best way. It's like, um, if you were having a conversation with your little sister and she was about to say something stupid is the best way that I could describe the shush. It's like, shh, no, 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 no. You're not supposed to. So yeah, it's not, it's not me by any means. Right. All right. Eric, what about you? What do you do? If it's, I just like saw how you did that. Um, 
all smile and like give this look of like we now have a secret together and go oh same here and then move on <laughs> same uh, <laughs> it's, what do you do after that nothing they just sit there and go alright like right. if they're trying to come at me with like that you know dominant like oh, I saw it and I'm like ah oh, same here and smile and then move on and then they're like alright like didn't see that coming you were supposed to get angry yeah. when I said that that's how I pictured that going. as long as I just keep doing what they don't expect which is my magic and my responses right I'm gonna be way ahead of them every time uh, and one thing, one, one other thing about what you said, where uh, you wink at them so you kind of act like you've got the secret together. That's yeah. also a very good, yeah. good preemptive strike. If you know that you flash, if, if you see, yeah, and they did that funny face thing where they look like they, you can tell that they saw you flash. Instead of them, like five minutes later, being like, "Oh, I thought how he did that," you can preemptively just look at them, wink, smile, and then just keep moving along because they'll know they weren't supposed to see it. But by winking, it makes it so they won't share it with everyone. Yeah, they you, saw e- you equalize the moment. Yeah, because yeah. we're on the same plane, the same plane yeah. now, and they're like, all right, I'm, I'm with him on this. They don't feel the urge to tell yeah. you anymore because they know that you know. They yeah. feel like they are now part of the trick in a way. Yeah. They're holding a secret in for you. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and then another one is like, if they're acting like they can do magic too, or like, oh, I can do that one or whatever. Do you want to see a trick? Before. I'll show you something, magic boy. Yeah, and so, like, I've gotten that before. It was just like, oh, I know he did that. Like, I can, do, and they, like, what, did magic when I was a kid? I, I just get overly excited, and I hand them my cards, and then I ask them to do a trick, and it's really fun for me. Cause, uh, so what do you do in that situation when they launch into 21 card trick? <laughs> Most of the time, they don't. Okay, so they kind of back off before that, or they if, don't even Yeah, know. usually the second the cards hit their hand, they're stunned, because, again, it's one of those situational things where, like, they're expecting to put me down, and instead I'm very, very happy, <laughs> and I'm excited for now them to perform, and they're not ready to perform. Right. Uh, and if it's a crowd, I'll do my best to gather all the attention on them, because that's what they want, but they want it on their terms, not on mine, so I'll, so I'll do it on my terms, uh, and then, uh, yeah, there's really nothing they can do. And then if they go into 21 card trick... Uh-huh. Again, I'll do my best to keep the crowd and keep them engaged because the second that trick is over, I can then do something else and people will then go, oh, okay, that's why that guy's doing the magic, not him. It's not ideal, but, <gasps> but that's, that's, you Does know. Does that happen a lot? No. Is this a common had, thing? No, that happened like once or twice. Have you had someone do a 21 card trick on that? Uh, whenever when they ask card? me, oh, can I do something? I just go, is the one where there's three piles and you deal the cards up? And they go, yeah, and I go, no. Oh, if someone, <laughs> if someone asks if they can do something, I say, I just tell them no. Or like, I ask them if they know the guy who hired us. Like, say Mike hires, but like, oh, you know Mike, like you got hired too? And they're like, <laughs> okay, and I'll move on. I'll just make it quick and subtle. And right. it's just fast ones to shut them down quick. Right. Uh, but but yeah, if they're if they're like just trying to like alpha male, like oh, I know that one, and I'm like, oh great, that's awesome, do it. And then they're like, what? And it's just over. It's finished right. at that point. They won't mess with me again. Now, would you recommend Eric someone to say, what show me and hand cards to them? No, never, because you don't ever know what's actually going to happen. But I. Like to push myself to the limit. I'm not saying that I, I'm not saying I'd recommend it, but it's worked pretty well for me. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's like only failed once where the guy was a magician, and I was like, interesting. Didn't see that coming. Uh, Fourteen that, phases of ambitious card player. Yeah. 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 So now I really do the whole like really pay attention. Like you can kind of tell if the guy's just messing around with you and like wants to be cool in front of his friends. Or if the guy's actually a magician, um, 
he's actually a magician, I then like to be like, I really don't, I don't, I don't know. I've had that happen once. I don't know how to handle that for real. Okay. So What's the story? I want to hear the story. It's just a weird situation. I mean, he was. I feel like if they actually are a magician, then they're gonna know better than to mess to with not do that exactly. Like, and that's yeah. why that's only happened once, and it threw me off because when right. I actually did a trick, I was like, "Wait, why?" Like what, it was a confusing what's the situation. Moment. Like describe. The I was whole. I was just uh, performing at like a house party, and like some guy I didn't know came up and was like, "Oh, I know he did it." And I handed him the cards, and then he did a trick where the trick wasn't great, but he did a pass in the middle of like the cards being all messy that like it genuinely got me which was very disappointing for me as well <laughs> I was trying to like me play my game and he did that on me and I was like ah tell him, tell him that you enjoyed his use of the principle it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no yeah so the next time I know my card was on top and he found my card and I was like I don't okay like, I'll go back to my stuff now but that one got me luckily his performance was terrible so I still had an edge on him there but right but yeah, that was fun. And so now I've been able to like really, you know. Is that how you guys think? You always want to have an edge on the other person that's... <laughs> yeah. Why were you egotistical people? <laughs> I mean, I... Not as much as I used to. Like, I stopped caring as long as they enjoy the magic. Like, they can... Like, I don't have to be... It's not a competition in that sense. My, What's the my... statistic? You're only going to see one magician. Or, or when you perform... That's the one time yeah. you see a map. What's the quote that you guys have um, Realistically, before? most people, unless they go to magic conventions or they are involved with someone in the magic community, they're probably only going to see one good magician in their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Realistically, and probably not even one. They'll probably see a mediocre one. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, even if I don't come out on top, if I'm not, you know, the best, but they enjoy the magic and they've got an accurate perception of what magic can be, then I feel that I've done my job. Gotcha. So doesn't that, I mean, as much as I would love to walk out of every single set with them thinking, holy crap, he's, you know, David Blaine, Chris Angel, oh, it's, it's right. not going to happen. So my main priority is making sure that they have a good time, they enjoy themselves, and they like me. Right. More so than, right. I don't know how to. <laughs> yeah, I see, I see, rather than just bombing. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, rather than just, um, you know. Okay. Very abrasive. I what's suppose. what's been? Oh, wait, can I just defend yeah. myself for a quick second? Yeah, yeah, sure. Defend yourself on what? I just want to say I'm not super abrasive all the time. I'm just, like I feel like some of my descriptions of how I handle stuff is abrasive. Right. My personality when I perform is like so hard to actually heckle, so I don't get heckled often. Well, I mean, here's like when you you literally have the look of, and you are still in charge of the youth group at the church, right? You literally look like that guy, so like there, yeah. there's no animosity. I look like you look like I want to like you, you just be people just want to <laughs> yeah, my friend. Like, I want you to date like, my sister, you know? Like you seem like you just got that look of like. <laughs> yeah. So heckling is very rare, and I'm not yeah. an abrasive performer. But if you do heckle me, I will shut you down very quickly. And people will get but in a nice and polite and, way. A very nice and polite way, but they will know. Okay, right. can't do anything here because <laughs> I'm not ready for whatever this guy's about to do. Wild card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're starting. We're gonna move back to you, Sebastian. Mm -hmm. Story time. Maybe what's like a great a great example of sort of um, yeah, feeling no, like you were heckled or you were heckled, how you handled it, what happened. I guess this kind of also goes along with the whole um, abrasiveness or my, my argument against it, my, my personal point of view on why I think that it's important to more so than anything make sure that they're happy having a good time more so than you coming out on top. Mm -hmm. um, uh, once upon a time I was at a show 
I was doing a couple hours of walk around, and uh, I remember the first uh, first table of the night. I walk up, it's this really noisy room, you can barely hear anything. Uh, so I approach him, I tell him, you know, hi, I'm Sebastian, I'm doing magic. Uh, at any point, it was a big round table. So I, I say to the other side of the table, I go, hey, if at any point you guys can't hear me, just let me know and I'll speak up. So I start going into my spiel, I start doing the magic, and about 45 seconds in, this one kid across the table uh, shouts, I can't hear you. And just a very bratty, like, I can't hear you. <laughs> like, just, like, design. I couldn't tell if he was trying to provoke me. It kind of sounded like he was. But I just looked at him. I said, thank you. I'll make sure I speak up. And then I made sure to go around the table, did something for him. And everyone seemed to have a good time. I left and uh, kept on going. And it was one of those corporate events. And about an hour, hour and a half later, they started doing uh, what they do at corporate holiday parties, where they do the speeches. And they say, oh, thanks, you know, to our marketing team for doing all this and our whatever. Uh, so when those speeches started, I realized that the kid that had, you know, quote unquote heckled me earlier in the night was on stage talking about the company because he's the CEO and the owner. <laughs> <laughs> so my first instinct was when he was like, talk louder, was to be like, oh, you shut the hell up. Like, you don't know what to stop. <laughs> like being rude to him, but I, you know, decided not to. I was nice to him. And because of that, that could have gone very, very differently if right. I had gone with my first instinct so that was, was like lashing out. Yeah, exactly. So you never know who it's going to be. So right. that's kind of the argument is like whenever you are being, you know, heckled or someone's being kind of rude to you, you can and there are plenty of tools where you can put them down and make yourself come out on top. But there are situations that will happen when you're least expecting it where that's not what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So No, that makes sense. I don't know. What about you, Eric? Any specific story that comes to mind? Um, I think it's like one of the first times I got heckled and was, he didn't, he wasn't trying to heckle me. He was confused at what was going on and then in the way he started talking about the effect, he started revealing all the methods <laughs> as he just like deconstructed the trick and like the trick just fooled everyone around him but didn't even remotely fool this guy. Stromboli? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to name the effect because... It's such a good trick. Don't I was, it. <laughs> I, well, I was, I'm going to review it probably on the next show. Um, right. But, but yeah, so it's such a, it's a process trick that is... Uh, it fooled, fooled me terribly the first time it, I saw it. It destroyed me the first time I saw it. Like, I was able to deconstruct some of it, but then, like, the last half destroyed me. But I'm a magician, so yeah. deconstructing some and getting fooled by it, the last half is good enough. Whereas a layman gets deconstructed a little bit and they go, I, I got it. Yeah. Like, I figured, I figured out the whole trick. And it's like, no, like, what about that part? And But I had to control your card to the 27th position yeah. and three out pharaohs before I palmed it. Yeah, and so, and that's not Stromboli. I know something that's way easier than three out pharaohs. And, but, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm performing this effect. It's a process trick. Uh, a lot of steps involved, but I've done enough. And it's my closer, so people are definitely engaged at this point. And then I start revealing all the predictions, and like the first prediction I reveal, and the kid instantly goes, yeah, but, and he says exactly why that prediction worked. And I, was like, <laughs> and I just kind of sat there and was like, this, is, I was not ready for this. Like, I don't have a response right now. And I was like, and, I went, and so I just went, oh, no. And I, went, no. and I just kind of was like, kind of congratulated him. And yeah, but this one. And I read the next prediction. And he went, huh. Okay, but, and then he explained that prediction too. And I was like, <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> this is awful. So I read the next, and he just did all of them except the last two, but at that point it was over. Like, he didn't, he didn't care. He just did the first three predictions, no problem. Yeah. And the next three, he couldn't understand, but he didn't, the trick was done. Yeah, no, and I was point. like, it's so like, that was like the first time I, I was heckled 
but like he didn't try and heckle me. He just was confused as to why that trick was supposed to fool people because it just didn't fool him. And like it fooled everyone else until he started talking. And then everyone else was like, oh yeah, no, he's right. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like that is awesome. Like, this is the that worst. Makes sense, man. It was, and that was my closer too. Like think of oh. think of closing on that. I'm like I'm, and I'm so pumped. This is my third time performing the effect too. And so like this wasn't a paid event. This was you mean you mentioned already. I'm serving the youth group, and so I was I was with the youth group. Mm-hmm. This was just a time of hanging out with all the kids, right? And they love seeing me perform. And so I was like I was doing a lot of new stuff, experimental stuff, and they were loving it. And then I end with Stromboli, and I'm like, this is it. Like I'm gonna. Brian, because the first two times I did it, just left people's jaws on the floor. Just built this up. It's gonna be. I literally <laughs> built it up the entire weekend because I was at the retreat with them and like, just bombed. And I just sat and like the kid apologized too at the end. He's like, "Dude, I'm really sorry. Like, I just guess I didn't get it." And I'm like, <laughs> I, and I didn't was, get it. And I was like, "It's not your fault." But, like, I just and I just did not handle it well. And like, so that's like I think the only time I've been in a roundabout way heckled without being heckled, and I just did not know what to do in that Yeah, situation. that would be a hard... I just sat and I was like, this is like, I just pumped this trick up for it to not work. Like, I'm not ready for well, this. Well, so there are going to be times you bomb and I don't think you can recover. That's one of those times where there's nothing... It's Well, like, I've bombed with other effects and I can recover fine, but it, an effect as involved as Stromboli, you just can't recover from. Yeah. Well, I say you can't. I got I to gotta perform it a lot more. I'm sure I can find something, but in that moment, it was my third time. I was done. It was just yeah. over. There's a lot of other magicians that have different techniques. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know a lot about sort of Matt King's technique oh, of handling to, hecklers. What's... To stop a heckler, that's my favorite of all time, I think, because it just fits him. He just kind of shuts down. If someone heckles him, he'll just be like, oh, man, no. And then, like, just his whole body just deflates, and the whole audience just feels bad and hates that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, it just takes one heckle for everyone to go. One, no one heckle them ever again, and if you do, we're all gonna like collectively kill you. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic, and I've only seen him heckled once, I think, and I was like, it's so rare, I think, for him to be heckled because again, he's such a lovable character. Right. That if someone does it, he just shuts down. Everyone like, one like they don't like you initially from heckling him. He's too nice to heckle. So if you do it, everyone already is like, what are you saying, man? And then he like shuts down like that, and everyone just really then hates that guy. And that's sort of his style, in a way. There's, oh, like, totally almost good. a character coming out. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That represents you know, Matt, him. He's not like that at all in real life, but he's he's a goofy person, but he would never, like... Well, he would, yeah. He would throw right at you in real life and just heckle, heckle away. Well, yeah. then, so, one of the ways you heckle, Eric, is that you will... Get over No, I'm sorry. Yeah, this, I'm is not... how, this is how you specifically harass performers. Yeah, yeah, you see me at a convention, I will destroy you. <laughs> so don't perform for me because I'm a jerk. Yeah. No, what I meant to say is when you have hecklers, you were like, you know, I can do that. Or like, I know what you did. You get overly excited and you say, really cool, show me. And you put the cards yeah. in your hands. And that would also be sort of your, in a way, your character. Yeah. Not, it's who you are when you perform. It's overly excited, right? Yeah. So that's a representation. It's definitely, like, kind of my character. But at the same time, like, if I was not performing and some random guy I was like, I can do card tricks, I would get super excited. And be like, that's true. card tricks, yay. So like, so, like, yeah, it's a representation of me. So it's, like, part character, part, like, this is an easy thing for me to fake because I am genuinely happy when someone does card right. tricks. So I can, like, kind of you know, dig deep and find this emotion and then not even dig deep, it's surface level. It's yeah. right there. Uh, and then, you know, portray that. 
Whereas you, Sebastian, maybe I'm wrong for saying this. I feel like you have a little bit of a a bad boy character. Is that the wrong? That, I don't like that. That's I wouldn't terrible. want you to date my sister. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the character I'm going for. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, your ways of handling a heckler, for one example is you wink, which is almost like a flirty way. Yes. But it's still re- kind of represent representative yeah. of yourself, right? I mean, we Yeah. Um, it's not like it's... I really don't know how to describe it. I'm not sure if it, it, it's not bad boy. It's um, slight overconfidence. Slight, yeah, okay. And right. I just, I, I look rude from, from what I've been told. <laughs> My face looks bad all the time. No, no seriously, it's like, um, <laughs> not bad. You, you've heard of uh, rest RBF, the resting bitch face, whatever the yes, male equivalent right, right. is, I've been told that I have that. Can't guys have that? I, I, I don't think the, the, the same verb or the same noun adjective applies to men. Let me but you're going to Google that? Yeah, you can actually, we're not, we're not cavemen, we have technology. We have lots. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I, I, I try to kind of fight that just because Eric looks, you know, like the, you know, pastor that's come to, you know, spread the word to your table. I look like the guy that's <laughs> like, you know, I, I've been told that I look like the devil, actually, from a couple <laughs> different people. That's, that's, so, that'll stick with you. It does. It does. <laughs> that, that's not going away anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. Do you go for th- to therapy for that? No, you no. I just um, I kind of it just it motivates me to you know <laughs> realize that I might look like a terrible person, but I can be a good person to these people. Maybe not though. Maybe you should just. Maybe be, I should run with you it. should just be the Malfoy of magic. <laughs> oh, Harry Potter <laughs> reference. That actually has a good ring to it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I maybe, came up maybe, with yeah. that right now. I feel really good about myself. We improv that. That was awesome. Yeah, um, but I mean, I, I guess that like my thoughts on handling hecklers is kind of actively working against the way that I naturally right. appear. And how are we doing on the RBF research? Uh, it's just RBF for men. Okay, cool. So I've got... So, yeah, RBF. You've got RBF. Not RBF. I'm glad that we diagnosed it. This is really eye-opening. <laughs> this, this is good. This is can good. Can we just say that, like... You can't I say think... That. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to no know. One, no one cares about your opinions, Eric. <laughs> I just want to start dressing up like a pastor, mm-hmm. however they dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I go to my gigs, I'd be like, have you guys heard the good news of these cartridges? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good opener. <laughs> yeah. Or you could do the poker test as an opener. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, it's got all, a lot of great reviews. <laughs> all that to say, these are great ideas for possible ways to handle hecklers. However, you have to find what fits your personality, obviously. Like Matt King, yeah. we talked about him for briefly. He has his own thing. You have your own thing. Sebastian has his own thing. Well, actually, um, back to what you were saying, not exactly everything that I've been saying so far has been very uh, be nice, be respectful, be polite, mm-hmm. never want to offend anyone. That's when you're doing it in a formal setting, mm-hmm. or if you're doing it, someone's brought you in to perform magic. If you're just doing it for your friends, you definitely have a lot more leeway of what you can do and what, you, what you're probably going to do. Yeah, I'm way meaner with them. Yeah, just a- as an example. Yeah, I definitely want to hear an example. I want to yeah. hear how you handle yeah. with your friends. Um, so, I already told you guys whenever I'm in, you know, formal, like, very polite. Um, but I was at a friend's house once upon a time, and I was doing a... Uh, so you've never been back to it? I actually did not go back afterwards. No, I just mean, like, story. generally speaking, right you don't now. have friends. Is that... Sorry. That's yeah, no, no, no. My, my one and only friend at the right. time. I don't talk to him anymore. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm over at his place. I'm doing uh, Danny Dortiz's uh, Sevens and Tens trick. Great. Great, which is right. a phenomenal piece of magic. So the idea being, they, they stop you on the number 10 at first. So I'm dealing down cards... And I tell her, all right, you know, say stop whenever. And I pass 10, I pass 13, I pass 15, I hit 18, 
And she's just looking at me like, keep going. And I just kind of, I think to myself, how am I going to get out of this? I go, all right. And then I turn to my other friend and I go, all right, now I'm going to go backwards. You say stop. And I start picking up the cards because she obviously wasn't going to cooperate with me. So as I start doing the trick for the other person, she goes, no, 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 no. You have got to finish up with me. And I look at her and I go, sweetheart, I don't have to do shit. And I just kept going. Picked up the cards. He stopped. <laughs> Ten. Did the thing. The trick went great. Everything was awesome. But I didn't get heckled. For the rest of the night yeah, or ever again. Yeah. Once you can get one shut down like that, it's like, uh, right. like uh. Yeah, so you don't always have to be polite, but that one's not something that I would keep in the front pocket. That's more like a, you know, back, like with last friends. resort with friends after you've been, you know, maybe drinking or hanging out. Or but... if you were in the bar setting, you'd probably be a little more intense. Yeah, yeah. But if someone's bringing you in, then definitely don't curse the people you're performing. Exactly, yeah. they're paying for you. Yeah. Gotta know your, you gotta know your audience, gotta know your setting. Mm-hmm. I think I, whenever I'm performing for friends, and I can say, like, that one new friend, I'm like, this guy's going to try and heckle me. Mm-hmm. And I always, like, try and just classic force him a regular card, mm-hmm. and then give him the deck to shuffle, so then he can just be like, wait, what? Like, this Okay, is this guy's egg. good. And then just destroy him, because then he, like, there's nothing he can do at that point. Right. Um, so wait, what's the classic force? I'm just kidding. <laughs> is that a gimmick? It's you where, the, cards, it's where you... the card is on top of the deck. You That's a gimmick. The, you riffle down the side, and this is stop. <laughs> You very audibly and visibly slip cut it into the where that position mm. is and hand it out. Because That's actually my go to method. Like, I don't really feel where comfortable can I <laughs> this on the. But you where can, can I that, buy the gimmick? The gimmick is going to be released on an instant download on <laughs> uh, Penguin Murphy's Magic. No, wait. Let's, let's have our own. Let's have a slided instant download Dear for God, this no. gimmick. All right. Uh, let's move on. Yeah, move we'll, start, on. we'll start with you, Eric. Uh, who heckles you the most? Like, is there a specific. Person? Steve. <laughs> you mean like demographic? Or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, is. What's my, like, what's my, my, if I had to say the same Who's the bane of, of your existence? You walk up. Person? You see that person, you're just like, crap, this is that guy. Well. That girl? Six, Could be a girl. 6'1 yeah. was the varsity football player in high school, didn't amount to anything in college, so now he needs to prove himself. That guy. That freaking guy. Why? Did you say six one? Yeah, six, six, one. Foot, one. six yeah. foot one. Six foot one. I'm like I... six foot six one. So he's like a little bit taller. So, so you don't get along with the people that peaked in high school, is what you're saying? Yeah, not a fan. Unless, yeah, no, I don't. So the alpha <laughs> male type. The alpha male who just has to overdo it. Like mm-hmm. we're not going to be friends. He's because I'm an instant threat to him. Right. You I'm know what? Beautiful. There was one other situation <laughs> that I was there for. Where a guy, where you were performing at a house party that I was that I was at, and you had said, "Hey, I'm gonna perform magic." People sat down, watched. It went super well. This guy had missed it, and oh, he yeah. walked in and he said, "Perform for me right now. You need to perform magic." And, and I'll that, say right then and there, I did my. Uh, I just I just did my force a uh, I, I forced my um my pencil dotted card and handed him the deck and said, "Yeah, whatever," and just. Just was lack of interest, and then just made a trick up on the spot. Because at that point, like I'm just gonna play around, and, yeah. and it ended up being awesome. It's a great trick, but I didn't. That was pure luck because I didn't know where I was going with it. Kind of shot the arrow. I was like, let's see where this lands. Um, but that guy was that, a total way, punk man. But that, in a way, that's a. I feel like a form of heckling because it's just rude. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, it's not just heckling as much as just being rude. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I guess yeah. You're right. My card, because my yeah, my cards were put away. I had already said like that. This is the last trick, guys. And then he came back like five minutes later. He was like, "You did magic. Do a trick on me." And I was like, "Ah, oh, man, I'm sorry. I finished up." And then he wouldn't shut up. And I was like, "Fine." I'll just do something. Well, at know? that point, uh, what I usually do in that situation where someone's being rude and they want to see magic. Slap them. 
Uh, <laughs> slap him across the face. Sometimes I do. Uh, no, I just uh, pull my pull my finger off. Yes, <laughs> that's a good response. Yeah, so you, know, you really you want to see something, okay? And then they go, no, I actually want to, I already I already showed you one. Sorry, you go. I, I did one. That, I do that when like I've performed, um, mm-hmm. and then or like maybe like my friends have like their friend show up, and they're like, there, do a trick, and they're like, I'm overhyped. Me, I'll do that. Right, because it just deflates the situation. <laughs> They're like, oh, this guy must be really good. And then I do that, and then I get excited because I just do my overly excited thing. I'm like, oh, look at this. And I do it, and then I just have a big smile on my face until they finally react. And I'm like, I guess that's what this kid's going to do. And, like, <laughs> and then, My favorite is doing it in like a dark situation, like a bar area. Like, people actually freak out at that. Yeah, well, yeah. So keep it in the back pocket. There have been plenty of... If you no, like here it goes... So what just happened was Chelsea started mentioning an effect that when it got released to the magic world, I'm pretty sure 99% of magicians said it was like terrible and stupid and it just vanished. And thank God it did because that has been my go-to for so long when I don't have anything on me and someone wants to see a trick. I pull this out or I've got a story that goes with it that gets people engaged and it freaks them out like no one's business and I do not want people doing that trick ever because... Eric's lying. I actually just said a bunch of expletives for no reason. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, moving on. Uh, Sebastian, Mm -hmm. Eric says he has issues with alpha males. Do you have issues with me? (laughs) Okay. As far as alpha males go, they either um, they love it. I've noticed like sometimes they'll get like the guy that didn't do too well after high school. It's like holy crap, yeah, card tricks. (laughs) Um, But the people that I've gotten that heckle me the most is. Bitter old women. That's why I can phrase that. Wow. Such a yeah. funny. They love me. I yeah, man. They um I don't know if I'm threatening them in some way or from territorial or uh, I don't know, man, but um just as an example, I was doing a stand up Monty one time and this has only happened to me once for that specific trick, but if someone's gonna call me out on something or, you know, make comments or it's usually an elderly elderly woman for some reason. I'm not if sure what the reason behind that is. Elderly, are we talking like what, six, seven? Above 25. Above 60. <laughs> above, above, 60. above 30. Above 20. Women above 30 hate Because we're so young. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm above 25. Oh, God. So am I an elderly one? Okay, well, do you need help across the street, Chelsea? A little okay. bit. A little bit. All right, go back anyway, to the story. Yeah, so I was doing Stan and Bonnie once upon a time, and I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it. If you're not, I recommend checking it out, um, but I, I feel bad telling you to because I really like doing it, and I hope that you don't. It's just like what I was just saying. Yeah, yeah. Stan is pure magic that will destroy you, even as you teach, like as you get it taught to you. It still doesn't make sense. Whose trick is that? Garrett, okay. he's a god. Good guy. <laughs> anyway, so I'm doing stand up Monty, which is a classic three card Monty routine where you know they guess where the card is and they're wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the lady is just not cooperating. Like, I take the ace, I set it down on her hand, and I go, so where would you say the ace is? She goes, well, you want me to say it's right here, points to the card, but I know it's actually over there. <laughs> and if you've seen Santa Monte, you place the ace in her hand. Yeah. Like, it's there. Yeah, like, I just, I just did that. She's like, no. But, okay, <laughs> so I, I feel very dumb. For the entire, every single phase, she's just like, well, you want me to say this. But it's actually over here. And that's she not write, actually in your pocket. she right, though? Every time? She understood basic thematic structure, so yeah, she was right. Okay. Like, I'm going to put the ace here. Where would you say it is? Well, for a magic trick, obviously that's not going to be an ace anymore. 
Like, it's not that she's intelligent or anything, it's just that no, she no, can I, kind of gauge. But there's three cards, so she yeah. could have been yeah, making well, a mistake. Well, okay. So yeah, no, um, basically what she would do is throughout every single phase of the routine, she would tell me what was going to happen about two seconds before it did. Uh, for every single thing aside from the ending where they all turn into aces. But at that point, no one cared because she had ruined every single phase before <laughs> then. Um, so I'm not sure why, but I've just noticed that those are the, uh, the people that tend to, uh, tend to disagree with me. What about elderly men? Oh my god, total bros. Total bros. Oh my god, they're like, they're just so, they've got time and money, and they just like, they, they've got like, because they're old, like they've, they've they seen all the crap. entertainment. Yes. And we're going to give it to them, and they're like, bring it on, let's do this, <laughs> and they're just, they're just happy. Oh, I love Oh them. yeah. Uh, yeah, the I, best banter is with the older, older absolutely. guys. Absolutely, I did a, stuff. I did a private show for like retired Navy pilots, mm -hmm. um, all like sixty plus. Mm -hmm. They all went golfing. They rented out their private room at their country club, and they all got relatively drunk. That and, sounds ideal. And then brought me in, and my initial thought was like, this could go poorly because they've already been drinking while playing golf, and now they're sitting here drinking more. And I just did my opener. And, like, one guy, because it's a poker test, and, like, one guy was, like, didn't see that it was five cards. It was, like, three cards. And, like, they all just started, like, making fun of him. And then I was, like, making fun of him. And like, it was great. Yeah, After that, it was just a fun time for 35 minutes with these guys. And I just had, nice. hung out with those guys for 30 minutes, happened to do some card tricks, and got paid a ton. And it was, like, best day ever. Oh, yeah. They have not invited me back, though. Well, I mean, maybe they're still, you know, planning the next one. They probably are. Oh. I'll believe that. But, succinctly, um, older gentlemen are awesome as far as participants for magic. They love that crap, in my experience. Yeah, okay. Closing remarks, guys. You get one last chance to sum up what you think, how you think you should handle okay. hecklers. Get to sum it up. Sebastian, are you starting? Yeah, I'll start this off. I'll start this. Um, so, in conclusion, if you're being brought in somewhere, if someone's asking you to formally perform an event, you owe it to them and to everyone you're performing for to be as nice and professional as possible, not to alienate anybody, and to make sure that everybody has a phenomenal time and talks about you as if you were amazing. With that in mind, if you're not being paid to perform and your buddies are harassing you to do card tricks or you're in a bar or something and someone's being rude to you, hey, show me a trick, then show no mercy and uh, watch some Anthony Jeselnik stand up for inspiration. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> All right. I like it. Eric, coming over to you. Going off what Sebastian said, I agree with everything about the formal performance except the alienating part. Um, I believe he's right. I still just am going to do it. <laughs> it's not that you're wrong. It's just that I don't want to. Yeah, it's just that... I have it built into me that if I can alienate that one dude who just heckled me, nobody else will ever heckle me again in that show. Uh, and so I'll do that. But again, like, with what I said just seems super foreign to you. Don't even try it. Make sure it's a part of what you, you are, because it just works for me. I'm excited to see card tricks. So if you tell me you can do a card trick, I'm going to get super excited and ask to see a card trick. All right, so I think that one of the things that stood out to me is that mm. part of your personality is coming through with how you handle hecklers. Mm. And I think that that has to do, your personality is going to come out to an extent, I think, in your mm -hmm. character if you're doing performance a lot. Right. So, Sebastian, you said earlier that you've got an overly confident right. 
Well, it's kind personality, of... maybe, and but you want to avoid it. But how do you think you could take that part of your personality and work it into your character when you're performing? Yeah, I think it's it comes down to a lot of different factors. Um, like as far as like it also you know depends on what material you're doing, a whole bunch of other stuff. But I think that that is a phenomenal question. I just don't think that we have uh, I think that's an entirely uh, another podcast. I think you're right. I think, okay, so... I don't don't want to spend another 45 minutes, because that's a great question, but I'm not going to be able to answer it. uh, Let's let's do that then. Well, let me just try and answer that on the other question. Okay, alright. Nope, got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so next week let's talk about I guess building character, character building and yeah, making sure. And it, whether or not it's even way. important, or if it's something we wanted, to, you would do. I right. think it's important. But yeah, we'll talk about that next week. This show was brought to you by Pinnacle Spades, and our music was done by Keegan McClanahan.